Welcome to another podcast from Extreme Encounters. Today, I would like to talk on the subject of knowing Him. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. The first thing that I want you to know and that we need to realize is this, that the Holy Spirit operates outside conventional norms. The Holy Spirit operates outside conventional norms. So what does this exactly mean? And is there precedent for it in the Bible? What this means is whenever we think that we have God pinned or put in a place that we now understand how He operates, He moves from there. Take for example at the Mount Transfiguration. Jesus had an encounter with Moses and Elijah. What was Peter's response? Let's build three tents so that you can live there. You see, that's our response to every major move of every manifested presence of God. We want to encapsulate it and keep it and make it our own. That's how Pentecostalism started. That's how the Charismatic started. It started because God did something a certain way. And man tried to encapsulate that and prepackage that and prescribe that as the way that God will move going forward. And so we have found scripture, we have built doctrine out of something that wasn't intended for that purpose. Now, when God moves in a particular way, that is a signpost that we are going in the right direction. It does not mean that that is a place now where you take up residence and it's going to be that way forever. After Elijah prophesied to Ahab what was about to take place with regards to the drought in Israel, God took him aside and put him at the brook Cherith. And he caused ravens to feed him there which was a miracle in itself because we know that ravens are thieves. So he changed the mentality of the birds from being thieves to being suppliers to supply Elijah. However, when the brook Cherith dried up, it was time for God to get Elijah to move to his ultimate goal and purpose. Now, if Elijah had stayed at the brook Cherith, 
we would never have seen the outcome and the confrontation between Elijah and Ahab and the subsequent fire from heaven. That was the high point of Elijah's ministry. The brook Cherith was a residing place until God set up the next phase of his ministry. So it was not a place where he was meant to be living and meant to dwell. However, many Christians have that same kind of mentality that if God does it that way, that's how it's always going to be. The brook has dried up. God is saying move on, but we want to stay in that position. Now, I'm saying all of that because I want to come to a place where in John chapter 3 and verse 8 it says this, and this ties into what I'm saying. John 3, 8 says this, Nicodemus questioning Jesus and Jesus answering him in this manner, the wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it. What happened in Acts chapter 2? They heard the sound, but do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So what was Jesus essentially saying? What he was saying is you cannot put a label on anything involving the Holy Spirit. And people that are filled and full and controlled by the Spirit of God, you cannot dictate and decide what they're going to do and where they're going to go next. Now, does that mean we're all a bunch of aimless freaks running around um, not knowing what's going to happen next? No. There's purpose and plan in everything that God does. God's not the author of confusion. However, what Jesus was saying is you cannot put a label on the works and the movement of the Holy Spirit. We are led by the Spirit. So if we are led by the Spirit, that means the Holy Spirit is going to lead us from one event to the next. From what? Why? Because it's part of our journey. The only reason why the children of Israel stayed in the wilderness so long, going round and round and round and round and round, because they refused to be led by the presence of God. They wanted, the minute they found themselves in tough times, go back to Egypt. Because life in Egypt was better than being led by the Spirit of God. So we have to realize it is part of and parcel of being a believer and having the wisdom of God in your life to realize that God deserves the right to say what takes place next. We cannot put him in a box. We cannot put a bow on him and say, this is how it's going to be. And in terms, we cannot put ourselves in a box and put a bow. We have to be open to being led Notice that we have to be open to being led by Him in any way that He decides to lead us. 
our job is to be obedient and follow. And yes, when God begins to lead you into new territory, guess what? It's going to be uncomfortable. Why? Because He's going to challenge your status quo. God cannot lead you into a new experience hoping that you're going to just be happy the way it is. He's going to lead you into a new experience, but you're going to have to let go of what you knew before. Now, I'm not talking about forsaking the word and getting freaky and out there, but you are going to have to relinquish what you, the experiences you had before and realize that those experiences were just part of the building process and part of the plan to get you to your ultimate goal. Everything that the children of Israel experienced in the wilderness was part of God's building process to get them into the promised land. God has a purpose and a plan for you. Allow Him to lead you and guide you in that plan.